What up guys, it's your boy DJ Scanless here and we're back with an all new video about Tupac. Now for this video we're going to break down why a toy company may own Death Row Records, All Eyes on Me, Machiavelli, the Gridlock and Gang related soundtracks, and unreleased Tupac songs along with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Before we get into this video I want to let you guys know I do these audio type podcast voiceovers on my Scanless Talk channel, it's a new talk channel here. And it's just going to be voiceovers of news, wrestling, hip-hop news, movie news, DC Marvel movie talk, and stuff like that. I'm still going to do my video-type content on my main channel as well as my remixes and some beats. And if you're interested in hearing my podcast, you can just type in Scanless Talk and Spotify or you can go to ScanlessTalk.com and actually give you a player and everything so you can hear all my podcasts on air as well. Alright guys, let's jump into this video. This is from the Rolling Stone website and it says a toy company now owns Death Row Records. Hasbro, the corporation known for Mr. Potato Head, My Little Pony, the Power Rangers, bought Entertainment One, owner of Death Row Records. Now Death Row Records has been bought out several times. It went up for bankruptcy around 2008-2009 and a company called Wide Awake purchased it. And they're the main reason why there has been a lot of Tupac leaks last probably 10 years. Now. A couple years after that, Entertainment One, formerly known as Koch, came in and bought the rights to the Death Row catalog. Now it just seems the whole entire company got bought out once more. Let's check it out. Okay, further down it says Hasbro, a massive toy company that is the source of countless hours of childhood joy. Thanks to Mr. Potato Head, Monopoly, G.I. Joe, Transformers, My Little Pony, Power Rangers, and much, much more announced on Thursday that it will be joining forces with Death Row Records, a label synonymous with West Coast gangster rap thanks to artists like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac. More precisely, Hasbro purchased Entertainment One, a multimedia company that owns the children's franchises Peppa Pig and PJ Mask. These are apparently popular among the youth, though they surely pale in comparison with Mr. Potato Head. Entertainment One also has a music division, which happens to be one of the biggest independent labels in the industry. It took in more than $30 million in revenue in the first quarter in 2019, and back in 2013, E1 spent around $280 million to buy the catalog of Death Row, which had previously been forced to declare bankruptcy in 2006. The cross-branding opportunities here basically break themselves, but there is no word on whether a Death Row Records Steam Monopoly game is forthcoming. Now that would actually be cool. You can have Suge be like the prison guard in the prison. You can have Tupac's bandana be like a Monopoly piece or Cross. You could have the Death Row chair be a Monopoly piece. You could have Suge Knight holding vanilla ice over a balcony Monopoly piece. <laughs> and then you could label like each like road. It could be like Sam Sneed Boulevard, Danny Boy Drive and stuff like that. You can buy houses, yachts, and maybe a Mercedes-Benz and put on your property and stuff. That would be actually kind of cool, but I doubt they'll do that. Alright, continuing on, it says, There are, however, $130 million in cross-synergies available to both companies if they pass go by 2022, according to Deadline. In the statement, Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner celebrated his purchase. The acquisition of E1 as beloved story-led global family brands that deliver strong operating returns to Hasbro's portfolio and provides a pipeline of new brand creation driven by family-oriented storytelling, he said. 
And here's a funny remark, Mr. Potato Head and the Power Rangers did not respond to requests for comment. <laughs> Anyways guys, I'm not sure what this news means to the Tupac catalog. Now I'm going to break it down kind of for you guys. The Tupac catalog is owned by multiple companies. Entertainment One, formerly known as Koch BM1. The Tupac Estate, which is owned by Tom Wally now. And he has ties to Time Warner. And you also have Universal, also known as Universal Music Group. And Interscope, which is a sub-label of that. So most likely what Hasbro now has rights to is the Chronic album, the Doggy Style album, unreleased and released Dog Pound era stuff. They probably have unreleased Dr. Dre stuff, unreleased Snoop Dogg, All Eyes on Me, the Machiavelli album, as well as Grillock and gang-related soundtracks. And they might own a portion of the greatest hits and other releases after Tupac's passing that included Death Row era content that was a joint venture with Universal. But as you may know, guys, the Entertainment One actually had to hand over a lot of unreleased Tupac songs to the estate due to a lawsuit from 2016. And this occurred maybe not even a year ago. And it said that the estate actually won back three albums of content. Now, the estate probably already had these songs, but they didn't have to race to actually release these songs. So we aren't too sure what's actually going to happen. If there will be new Tupac albums or whether Hasbro has to work with the estate or Hasbro has to work with Universal, we aren't too sure how that's going to be handled. But I think Hasbro is going to gain royalties from the All Eyes on Me album, the Machiavelli album, and they will be able to make re-releases of that content with the approval of Tom Wally and the estate. Which is so weird because you never envisioned Hasbro, a company that makes toys, owning Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, and the Dog Bound. It just makes no sense to me. But anyways, guys, I'm going to have more podcast-style uploads like this. I want to break down the UMG fire that happened in 2008, where everybody said that a bunch of two-box songs were destroyed, and I'm going to give you a update on that on as to why I think they were not destroyed. Now, for this episode, I already broke down the news that Hasbro bought out Entertainment One, which was the owners of Death Row Records, and I also explained what type of music that they actually own from Tupac, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. But for this one, I'm going to break it down again, and I'm going to give you a complete list of the songs that they might actually have, and I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen in the future. You can check out my audio podcast vlog on my main channel, DJ Scanless, on YouTube, and it's currently right here. Alright, let's get into it. I'm going to give you a brief summary. Death Row Records, the iconic record label founded in 1991 by Suge Knight, the DOC, and Dr. Dre has changed ownership. At its peak, the record label once signed iconic rappers like Tupac Shakur and Snoop Dogg. But after its heyday, the record label became embroiled in controversies, lawsuits, and the imprisonment of the co-founder Suge Knight. Death Row Records filed for bankruptcy in 2006 and quickly picked up by a entertainment agency. But the record label's ownership has changed hands. It is now owned by Hasbro, the worldwide toy and board game company. The deal followed Hasbro's acquisition of Entertainment One, which it just attained for a deal for $4 billion according to Deadline. Hasbro's most popular games and toys are well-known Monopoly, G.I. Joe, 
Transformers and My Little Pony. They were interested in the deal in order to gain rights to entertain most brands like Peppa Pig, but they also ended up with the Death Row catalog as part of the purchase. So like I was saying guys, they did not buy this for the actual music of Death Row, it just was a consolation prize. Alright guys, now let's get into what actually now that Hasbro now has under their belt. So they have artists like Above the Law, Second to None, Badass, Big C Style, Big Trade D, Butch Cassidy, they have CPO the Boss Hog, Crooked Eye, which he's still making music today, Danny Boy, which he has made new stuff but you haven't really heard much about him, Daz Dillinger, you have Dr. Dre, Fatal and Felony, which is Hussein Fatal and Gaddafi, you have Nancy Fletcher, Hurt on Bed, which is, he's on Machiavelli album as a producer and a singer on Hold Your Head, you have Jewel, J Flex, Corrupt, Lady of Rage, LBC Crew, Lil C Style, Lil Half Dead. You also have Lisa Lopes, which is Left Eye from TLC, and she has an unreleased album from Death Row. You have MC Hammer, which there's a couple songs made by Tupac that he actually gave to MC Hammer, and a couple songs that he wrote himself for MC Hammer's album Too Tight. You have Michelle, Nate Dogg, OFTB, The Outlaws, PD Pablo, Prince Idol Joe, RBX, Sam Sneed, Slip Capone, Nate Dog, Superfly, Spider Loke, The Dog Pound, The Realist, which is that Tupac sound like, The DOC, obviously Tupac, Gaddafi, yeah, Top Dog, which is the Snoop Dog sound like, and you may know a Swoop G. Alright, so let's get into what they actually own now. They own Dr. Dre the Chronic, Snoop Dogg Doggy Style, Above the Rim, Murder Was the Case, The Dog Pound Dog Food, Tupac's All Eyes on Me album, Tupac's Machiavelli Don Cluminati 7 Day Theory, which this is kind of funny because this name is actually spelled wrong. When Tupac was writing his handwritten track list, he actually had the artist name as Machiavelli the Don, and the album name was Cluminati the 7 Day Theory. That's why he has a song on Still I Rise called Cluminati, because that was the title song of this album, but he actually scrapped that song. But whenever they were putting on the title onto the Machiavelli album of the canvas painting, they did not abbreviate this properly, so everyone calls it the Don Cluminati album, when it's really supposed to be the Cluminati album. Alright, moving on, you have Snoop Dogg the Dogfather, Death Row Greatest Hits, Christmas on Death Row, Gridlock, Lady of Rage, Necessary Roughness, Gang-Related Soundtrack, you have Daz Dillinger, Retaliation, Revenge, and Get Back, Michelle Hung Jury, Tupac Greatest Hits, Suge Knight Represents The Chronic 2000, Two Gangster for Radio, Snoop Doggy Dog, Dead Man Walking, The Dog Pound 2002, Snoop Dogg, Death Row, Snoop Doggy Dog at its best, Tupac Until the End of Time, Tupac Better Days, you also have Dysfunctional Family, Tupac New Mix Classics, The Very Best from Death Row, Corrupt Against the Grain, Tupac New Mix Classics Volume 2, Dr. Dre Chronic Relit, Snoop Doggy Dog Death Row The Lost Sessions Volume 1, and Death Row The Ultimate Collection, which came out in 2009. So as I said in my previous audio podcast vlog on my DJ Scanless YouTube, I broke down that they own pain and loyalty to the game from Above the Rim by Tupac, they own all the songs from All Eyes on Me, all the songs from Machiavelli, 
And then I believe Tupac Greatest Hits is a joint venture between Death Row and Universal and the sublabel Interscope. So I believe Interscope and UMG had the majority of the rights here. And that would be the same with Tupac Until the End of Time, Tupac Better Days, as well as the extra songs on New Mix Classics. And Tupac and the Outlaws Still I Rise, which came out in 1999, but it's not showing up here for some reason. So what actually happened was that Afini Shakur sued Death Row Records in 1997, and she won rights to the Death Row era music, which she already had rights to the Interscope music owned by Universal, which is from 1990 to 1994. But I believe like she only won rights to actually release the music, but Death Row probably still has some limited rights to the actual music, but could not release it without the approval of Afini Shakur. But as of 2016, all the unreleased Death Row tracks from Tupac actually got transferred to Tom Wally and the estate, which he now owns the estate since the Phoenix Shakur's passing. So the rights actually got transferred. But I think the estate already actually had copies of all these songs, but they could not release it since they didn't have full rights to it yet. But now since they got full rights, they could probably do whatever they want with the music. But as of right now, Hasbro is going to make royalties on the greatest hits still I rise until then time better days and maybe I'm not too sure how the Tupac Pox life from 2006 is distributed between Universal and Death Row that might be completely universal since the bankruptcy was occurring in 2006 but at the very least they're going to make royalties they're going to have limited rights as for what I see in the future I believe they can keep this because what I read is that Everybody from Entertainment One is going to keep their job mostly. So Entertainment One is still going to run like it always has been, but it's going to have a parent company in Hasbro now. But I would not be surprised if they look to get rid of Death Row Records because it's such an iconic gangster branding and image and might be detrimental to their PG and kid-friendly image. So if they were looking to unload it, I think they would look at Dr. Trey. They would look at Universal, which owns the 1990 to 1990 four songs or they might approach Tom Wally which owns the unreleased Death Row content and the unreleased pre-Death Row content and Tom Wally owns the right to get permission for release so even if someone like Universal wanted to release an album they probably have to go to, through Tom Wally to get the okay to release the album and the same with Tom Wally they, he would have to get approval from Universal to release the pre-Death Row content. Also, I forgot to mention that Hasbro actually owns some of the game catalog. And I believe that the game signed to Entertainment One back around 2015. So they own the Documentary 2 here. They own the Documentary 2.5. The 1992 album, which was a great album. And his forthcoming Born to Rap album. That's kind of crazy how they own Unreleased Dr. Dre, Unreleased Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's early material, Two Box All Eyes on Me and Machiavelli albums and the soundtrack songs, as well as the game, Nate Dogg, The Dog Pound, and all the other rappers I mentioned. That's just mind-boggling. And like I said, I think they may look to sell it off because it was never their intention to actually buy Death Row Records. They wanted to buy Pepper the Pig, as well as the other kid-friendly content that Entertainment One actually owned. But at the very least, guys, we may actually get some Tupac action figures. Now, I would not be opposed to that 
if they released Chewbacca action figures in Suge Knight. I think that'd be kind of cool. You can find a lot of action figures on eBay and stuff like that, but they're for ridiculous prices such as like $400, $500, and they're very hard to find. So I would love to find certain types of action figures and stuff to put on my wall. You know, I made a joke that, you know, they might release a Sugar Knight Mr. Potato Head and stuff. That would be kind of cool too, but it's very doubtful. But maybe there might be some Tupac-related toys in the future if they gain the likeness from the estate and stuff like that and a partnership to release music as well. I don't think they're going to release music under the Hasbro umbrella. It may still be under Entertainment One at all times regardless. Entertainment One it may still act like its own individual company, but it's still going to be the sub-company of Hasbro. Alright guys, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe to my Scanless Talk channel and have more voiceovers like this. And also check out my audio podcast on Anchor.com as well as Spotify. You can go to ScanlessTalk.com. My podcast shall be available on any podcast platform going forward. Thanks for listening. Peace out.